I am Shante Javon Taylor, and you are having coffee with the neuroscientist. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am Shante Javon Taylor, and you are having coffee with the neuroscientist and mindset success catalyst. I teach people how to use the greatest technology in the universe, in my opinion, better so that they can get to their success faster. What is keeping you from your greatness? What are the mental blocks, subconsciously or consciously? What are your fears? What have, what have you been uh, nudged about for decades but you haven't followed through on? Whatever is calling you is not going to go away until you answer the call. All right? So today, Coffee with the Neuroscientist, I'm going to talk about Oprah. Because see, Oprah answered the call. Oprah answered her calling. All right? So the topic today is three reasons why Oprah has a beautiful brain. She's not just successful and beautiful. She has a beautiful brain which allowed her to be successful and beautiful. Okay, so grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your water, and hang out with me for a few minutes because you are having coffee with the neuroscientist. Now, I put a little something extra in my coffee today. I put some uh, coconut oil because it gets past the blood-brain barrier faster for some quick energy. All right, I got a lot to do today. And I also, uh, so yes, coconut oil and some Udo's oil, which is a combination of all of the omega uh, fatty acids, the threes, the sixes, and the nines, because over 60% of your brain is made up of fat, people, the good fats, okay? That's what's a, that is what allows us to be able to think at 200 miles per hour, people. So I want you to intentionally fuel your brain. That's what I'm doing today. All right. Three reasons, three reasons why Oprah's brain is beautiful. All right, the first reason why Oprah's brain is so beautiful is that she's a compassionate person, which means she has developed a compassionate brain. Yes, we now know that there are regions of the brain that are responsible for us being able to feel compassionate and empathy being able to be sensitive to other people's needs and their feelings and emotions and not just being able to read it but being able to respond to it now Oprah built her career on being able to be empathetic to those she encountered it was unheard of with all the other uh, talk shows, right? You didn't see the host crying. You didn't see the host touching, feeling, and connecting with their their um, their guests and the audience. Asking insightful questions that dug deeper into their emotions. Not only that, she seen the best in people when they didn't see the best in themselves. Why is this? Because she had a higher developed emotional brain. 
Now women naturally have more regions in their uh, emotional brain that allows us to be more nurturing, okay? But we know in this society, it's not always an, uh, looked up upon to be emotional, right? But Oprah leaned in to her emotional brain and she used it as a fuel in order to grow her successful platform, all right? And we also have what is known as mirror neurons. Now, this was just recently discovered within the last 20 years or so. We have these mirror neurons that allow us to reflect what other people are feeling. They don't even have to say anything. When I pick up this cup and when I smile, your neurons act as though you are lifting this cup and sipping this drink of uh, warm coffee. And when I smile, you smile back subconsciously, maybe now consciously. Everybody's neurons are not as developed, okay? Some of us lean back from our emotional brain and our, our mirror neurons because we're not taught to show our emotions. We don't have parents to help us develop those emotions. We suppress our emotions. But because Oprah leaned into her emotions, she was instinctively, intuitively growing her emotional brain. I think it's brilliant. She's, br she's brilliant. She probably doesn't even know why she's brilliant on the brain level. But I'm here to break it down. All right. So number one, she has a beautiful brain because she has a beautiful emotional brain that she developed and leaned into, which people told her not to, but she did it anyways. All right. So that's number one. Number two, the second reason developed prefrontal cortex. Okay, prefrontal cortex people, the most advanced part of the brain, the most recent part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex is what uh, separates us from a snail or from a gorilla, is that front part of the brain called the prefrontal cortex. I call it the CEO of the brain because it's, um, it's uh, literally the executive part of the brain, the CEO, the part of the brain that should be leading the rest of the parts of the brain. Now, the CEO, the prefrontal cortex, is naturally bigger in women, <laughs> but we're not always taught to, once again, lean in to that leadership part of the brain. Now, that part of the brain is responsible for higher order decisions, living in alignment with ourselves, being authentic, being able to ward off distractions, being focused on our goals, and just operating from that higher place, planning, knowing who to surround yourself with. All those are higher order functions, people. And Oprah has tuned into that part of the brain. Okay? That's why she's the that's why she's a billionaire. Because <laughs> she is the CEO of her life. She's the CEO of her industry. She is the executive, the CEO the chief executive officer of everything she does. That is the place where she resonates from. That's what, that's where she emanates from. She is emanating from that higher part of the brain and she is not allowed, she never allowed fear, doubt, worry to dominate her brain. Sure, she may have had them, 
but she didn't she did not allow that limbic brain that amygdala to seize control of that higher part of the brain the prefrontal cortex the ceo that's supposed to be leading us anyways that is why she's so successful that is why she is uh she has a beautiful brain because she is leading from the highest part of her brain in every part of her life that is how she chooses to show up fear doubt worry does not dominate her life it's true it's true you're having coffee with the neuroscientist why oprah has a beautiful brain she was using her higher brain when she was three i remember her telling that story when she was with her grandmother her grandmother was hanging up clothes in mississippi rural mississippi and her grandmother was like make sure you watch oprah i think she had a nickname but make sure you watch what i'm doing because you're going to be doing this too and at three she knew in her mind no i'm not i'm not meant to do this work and you know that was at a time when there wasn't a lot of options for african-american women in their professions there was no oprah back then all right so she knew inherently she was thinking from that higher place at three and that carried along in her journey and sure she had challenges but she still was operating from that higher part all right that took her oh my gosh there's a hummingbird by my window i i just had to i had to see that because that's so rare oh my gosh see being in the present moment people take it all in take it all in all right it went away i love hummingbirds their heart beats at 200 mile uh times per minute fascinating creatures anywho the third reason why oprah's brain is so beautiful is because of her gratitude i mean it's so simple people it's so simple to have a beautiful brain but you have to be intentional about it okay gratitude literally physiologically changes the shape of your brain it wires your brain for coordinated thoughts coordinated emotions temper control okay particularly in the cerebellum we just found this out people <laughs> we thought the cerebellum only coordinated our body movements under the underneath the brain we now know that's the part of the brain that helps to also coordinate thoughts. Now, when people drink a little bit, bit too much alcohol, we know that our gait gets off, right? The way we're able to walk a straight line, it's the cerebellum that this is disrupted with a lot of alcohol. Now we know that negative thought disrupts the cerebellum, which uncoordinates our thought control, our emotional control. Isn't that powerful? Just understanding how your brain works and the effect on negativity on your brain will start to change how you think. You will start intentionally uh, shifting your thoughts until it's wired for gratitude. Because gratitude has shown to do the opposite of negative thinking. It helps you to control your emotions, control your thoughts, and then you're in a constant state of mental uh, appreciation. And intuitively, Miss Oprah knew this. I'm going to read a quote from her. This is what she says. All of my life, I have wanted to lead people to an empathy space. Remember, number one, she had, she's, she has a beautiful brain because she's empathetic. I want 
us all to fulfill our greatest potential. I talked about that earlier, right? That she sees the best in people because she's empathetic, because she's compassionate, because she has developed that emotional brain. Okay? She also says to find our calling and summon the courage to live it and to a, a gratitude space. She, she mentioned gratitude. She's always talking about gratitude. She intuitively understands gratitude, <laughs> which has changed and manipulated her mental wiring. Her brain is in a constant state of mental appreciation. And because of that, the universe, God, continues to bless her and to bless her and to bless her so she can do the work and show up from that higher part of the brain every day every day and that's why we love her that's why we trust her that's why we believe in her because of this she's operating at the highest part of herself and that's what i want for you that's what i do what i, what I do that's what i that's why i teach you what i know because it's not just for me it's not just for people with dementia or uh, depression and all that, uh, all those other brain disorders, which are important for people to understand. But I'm talking to you who are not at that level, but can rise above to their highest selves from where you are. All women have a beautiful brain, but we have been taught to suppress our mental abilities to be able to thrive in this masculine society we've been told not to show our emotions we've been told not to speak our mind we've been told not to be our authentic selves not to say what's really in our hearts and when are in our minds what what does that mean we are depressing we are suppressing our prefrontal cortex the CEO we are suppressing our limbic brain our emotional brain the very brain that has allowed oprah to be oprah successful brilliant beautiful sp smart inspiring world changing being the change she wants to see in the world operating from that higher authentic place no matter what anybody thinks of her seeing the bit the best in others that's the female brain and if the prefrontal cortex is bigger in females that's a problem if we're not using it because now our brains are masculine which means we are cutting off our human potential our feminine potential our female potential the highest part of our brain potential so that we can try to fit in into the masculine world. I'm here to unveil the mysteries of the female brain. This is what I go into organizations and, and uh, train women leaders and I train men leaders. Why? You want women to act like women. It's in your best interest for the females to act like females to tap in to their feminine 
brain. All, all of our brains are beautiful. But you gotta know why. And once you know the why, once you have this neuroscience behind it, you can be more intentional about using the greatest technology in the universe. I mean, if you don't want to be intentional, if you don't want to use the greatest technology, <laughs> I mean, you know, not everybody's into it. I get it. I get it. It's time for the balance to come back in this world. We see what happens when it's a one-sided energy, that masculine energy. And I'm not saying that the female brain is better than the uh, female brain. Oh, I'm not saying that the female brain is better than the male brain. We just operate differently and we need to both be operating from our own, uh, the way our brains are developed, not suppressing it. So we need a more balanced society. That's all I'm saying. This has been Coffee with the Neuroscientist and Mindset Success Catalyst. Thank you for hanging out with me. Um, it, I also have a Facebook group. Neuroscience for Coaches, Leaders, and Modern Thinkers. Um, it's the only one on Facebook, so it's not hard to find if you put it in the search box. If you really want to operate at a higher level of yourself, if you want to be the next Oprah, she has a beautiful brain. I enjoy talking about the brain, obviously, but I more enjoy sharing uh, with you all to get more people to operate at their highest selves and to intentionally use the greatest technology on the planet Earth so that we can evolve as humans. That's the next stage of human evolution. So my mission is to empower you about the mind and brain so you can go out and affect change in the world. Remember, if you better your mind and you better your brain, you better your impact. Did you like this episode? Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and share with a friend. And if you consider yourself a modern thinker and if you want free mindset success tools and more tips and strategies on how to use neuroscience in your everyday life and how to stay motivated and inspired to live your best self, come visit me at ChanteTaylor.com, enter your name and email address and sign up for my newsletter. Remember, when you better your mind, you better your brain, you better your impact.